Good day, girls and boys, friends and foes. Um, welcome to another episode of Mafia Wife Life. Yes, it is me, Mafia Wife, here in the Mafia Wife Life studio. A little bit of housekeeping here. Um, you know, listeners, thank you so much. I always appreciate you tuning in. And as always, I appreciate the feedback and we really enjoy the emails and the questions. And we do try to address certain things and certain issues depending on what is going on. Um, you know, I will take care of a few housekeeping issues here. One is why you fans listening to the Mafia Wife Life podcast and then going to others saying, uh, you might want to listen, but you don't say anything to Mafia Wife. Um, that makes you a fan. That makes you kind of a super fan if you listen and thank you. And then you recommend others that they listen. Thank you. Um, listenership, like readership, um, it's all, you know, it's all the act of being a fan. Anybody that wants to talk to Mafia Wife directly, certainly welcome. Um, MafiaWifeLife at gmail.com, MafiaWifeLife at gmail.com. I'm, I'm not hard to reach. So those of you that are lurking and you know who you are, you know, don't turn away when you see me in public. You know who I am, but then you go on the sly and report uh, that is very strange to me. That's enough housekeeping. Um, I am going to speak directly here about some things that have come to my attention. And I'm not going to pretend like I don't know that such things have come to my attention. Um, you know, we live in, in the same world. Um, some things, you know, just come to us in different ways, uh, different vehicles, different people, different methods, whatever. Um, but you can't unring a bell. You can't unknow what in fact you do know. Um, I've made it very clear that um, we are well aware of who we are, who we've always been, um, who we are as people, who we are as a family, and we can stand on it. Um, do I love my children because they are perfect? No, I don't love anybody because they are perfect, because I'm smart enough to know that nobody is perfect. And will I shapeshift or try to align myself in a way that I can then, you know, be the recipient of love. No, I will not. And I have learned 
you know, from a lot of research and investment of time that such love is not really love. It is simply mirroring. And by mirroring, I mean that, you know, if you, it's kind of a gaze, you know, if you, it's narcissism. If you look a certain way, sound a certain way, behave a certain way um, that aligns with another person's thinking and you are approved of because of that, um, that is not really love. It is simply a form of mirroring, which is what narcissism is. It is, um, it is unheard of in any landscape that one person is responsible for any and all bad things that have happened over a period of however many decades. Um, it's just not possible. And I wonder how convenient would that be if I believed such things? Um, thankfully, I don't have the kind of mind that allows that. Um, you know, if you are fortunate enough to be given 86 birthdays in this life, then one would also hope that you have lived enough and evolved enough to have the capacity for real love. If you don't have it by the time you're 86, good luck. And for those that are followers of such behavior, you got a long life ahead of you. If you are willing to follow such leadership, um, I'm talking to you, Mom, and I know that you're listening to my podcast. I know for a fact that you're listening to my podcast. And if you want to talk to me, feel free. But for some reason, you won't. And you continue to hold on to this stubborn behavior and then you wrap it up in this, I don't have very much longer bow. If you believe that you don't have that much longer, then to my way of thinking, you know, that should be more of an impulse or an incentive for you to actually want to try to do what you know. And I know that you know it is right. Um, for people to follow along with such egregious behavior. And I'm talking about myself in the context of the family that I was born into of 15 people. It is a very long history. You cannot know anybody really um, as an individual if you don't want to when you are, uh, when you're 
involved with that many people, raised with that many people. You do know your ideas of them, but you really don't know them. And so I have to question once again about one's capacity for love. Um, you know, I'm talking about um, the ways that you are able to love. You are able to love people that have been to jail. You, have, you are able to love people that have stolen, that have cheated on their spouses, that have molested children, that have had multiple children and given them away. You are able to love people that have killed other people with their cars. You have taught people and been able to love people that fat shame people and, and, and express slurs towards people that are not like themselves, that maybe they're gay. And you accept one person outing another person it is absurd to me. You love people that place the responsibility of their own offspring's well-being in the hands of taxpayers in a state thousands of miles away. Um, we've done none of those things, right? And now you've got it in your mind that somehow what you are doing which is ostracizing, as you say, one person. You're right, I am one person. But you're not just ostracizing me. You are ostracizing my husband, our four daughters, their spouses, and their children. I'm the only one that has grandchildren you don't have any other great-grandchildren, but your feelings toward me are so potent that you deny any and all of them and unfortunately teach your children to do the same. You love people who, you know, have been the recipient of guidance, mentoring, business opportunities, um, shelter, um, down payments, uh, you know, all kinds of social activities. These people have then turned on our family, calling them, my husband, a criminal. I mean, you know all of these things, and yet all of this behavior is acceptable somehow because it's easier to tie everything up in a bow and place it in one box of responsibility it's not cute it's not nice it is mean and you know it is cruel actually and it has taken a long time to understand from the inside that it's not me, it is the people under your sanction that can operate in such a despicable way. You know, I am glad 
that I don't have that in me. And for those of your disciples that follow along with that, I am glad that I don't have that in me either because I am not one, nor have I ever been one, to witness terrible behavior, terrible injustice, and then to sit back and say nothing. I'm not begging for an invitation, and I'm very clear on your position that you, you know, seem to take such pride in, that you have no interest in seeing one person who happens to be me. Um, the sad thing is, is that, you know, that there's so much good that you could have held on to if you wanted to. I mean, I'm not going to prove myself here about the countless times that we spent together having fun, going places, doing things, um, just spending time together. There were countless laughs. Those were genuine and those were very real. And to be, you know, to be, to be the one that is exiled, you know, in such a preposterous way is, is just jarring. And it is so, it's just so, it's ultimately just so weak, you know, it, it, it's weak. And I can tell you that if your sisters were still alive, you would never be doing this. If your husband was alive and able to sort of navigate this, you know, the complexities of this or the subtleties of this, you wouldn't be doing it either. You're doing it now because you want to and you get a lot of mileage out of it. And I think that um, it's a terrible way to lead. And all of your children who want to follow along with this, I mean, it's been going on forever, but the most recent one from the first time you blocked me, which is three years ago now in May, was because we invited you to the beach. And then your, you know, your lieutenant texted the group, your group, the next day, saying that you were a national treasure and as such, no one had the right to take you away. We weren't trying to take you away. We offered an invitation that you were willing to accept or decline. You declined it. We even offered for your lieutenant to come. You know exactly what that invitation was about. Nobody had you in cuffs. Nobody wanted you in cuffs. It was just as simple as that. And the next day, it was as though there was a slaughter, you know, that all of your children took it upon themselves, with the exception of a couple, 
took it upon themselves to say the most insane things, the most bizarre things about me and my family, and you witnessed it and consumed it, as did everybody else. And I texted you and said, you know, you got to tell them that's not how it was. Just tell them that's not how it was. You know it wasn't like that, but you didn't do that. Instead, what you did was block me. That was the first time you blocked me. And it was so gnarly. Your children were such Olympians at being fucking cruel assholes that it was shocking so much that my husband said, block them. You don't need that. And I did. And I'm so glad I did. And I have not unblocked any of them since. Um, your son accused my husband of being a criminal. Why? Because he didn't like how successful my husband was. He did not like that. So that's what you guys do. You find a way to, you know, to insult. And I had heard, I had heard because I didn't understand that this was jealousy. And I thought, nobody, why would anybody be jealous? You know, that's stupid. You know, that's, I don't get it. And, you know, jealousy is not an emotion that I have ever really invested in because as the Godfather taught me and I never forgot, it's a wasted emotion. You know, it's just a wasted emotion. It is not my fault that so many of your children preferred sitting on the bench rather than making moves, right? That's not my fault. It's not my husband's fault, you know? Um, everybody is given the same opportunity in this life. And if you wanna, you know, if you wanna get on the field and play, that's what you should do. But if you don't do it, that's on you, right? It's on the people that don't make moves, okay? We never understood what people's problems in that system were with us, you know? Um, because it was things that we just didn't experience in our own life. But, you know, to take pride in this behavior now that no matter what, you're not gonna change and that's fine. And, you know, the, the other ones that uh, we thought were our friends when they had the opportunity to, you know, throw a match into the gasoline and they took it. And then other ones, um, who I was having very direct conversation with about growth and moves towards the future, didn't like it when I said, it's not about somebody else changing their mind. It's still your dream. Your dream is up to you. It's not up to anybody else, but that person didn't like it. So 
we were crossed off that list. It's to the point now, people that got married in our house come to visit and don't let us know. That's fine too. But we wish that we would have known these things back when we thought we were friends. You know, I'm not going to pretend that, um, that, that these things are not happening, you know, and I encourage everyone to take the time to examine their lives if they want to, instead of denying where they are in this life, take the time to examine it and uh, write a book, bitches. I'd love to read it. You know, I am not making anything up that I've written about. It is a story of my life as I have lived it. You know, that seems to be a real problem for people. And it seems to be a real problem that I discuss my own thoughts on a podcast. And I say, why is that a problem? It's, it, it's not a problem that these things actually happened. It's a problem that I want to talk about it. You know, I'm sorry. You know, it makes people uncomfortable when I speak the truth, you know? But how about this? It's a shame that it actually is the truth. You know, anybody that has an 86th birthday and finds it in themselves to exclude one person and by extension, anyone associated with that person, they've got really deep-seated anger. They've got really deep-seated problems. And the people that go along with that type of behavior, they've got really deep-seated problems too. And I think for anybody to witness that kind of behavior and say nothing and do nothing, they're not my cup of tea. You know, I don't have to have people think like me, uh, vote like me, uh, believe like me. I, I don't operate that way. You know, uh, I like to think of heaven as being a place where everybody is the best version of themselves. And I don't think that because somebody wants to change a narrative of something or someone to make their own selves feel better, that doesn't make it the truth. You know, the truth is the truth. And for some reason, that is difficult for people to deal with. 
Um, you know, I have found a way to love people um, who have caused me a lot of pain. And I have found a way to love them because I want to love them. And I have seen growth and I support growth. And the same can be said for me. You love people that you want to love and you want what's right for them and what is good for them. And you don't make excuses and you don't lie to yourself and you don't, um, you know, wrap everything up in this, oh, that's just so-and-so. I mean, it's so, it's so base. Um, and it's just, it's so unevolved. Um, it's happened now long enough that, you know, I, I don't even want it to change, you know, Early on, I would accept all blame, all responsibility. Somehow, I had been wrong. I didn't know how I had been wrong, but I believed that somehow I must have been wrong, and therefore, I have to work very hard to make it right. And I did it over and over and over again, not because I felt like I had been wrong, but because I just wanted everything to be better. Right? So I carried that shit on my back and I never should have done that. You know, I don't do that anymore. And if I think it's, I think it's so weak to think of how people, you know, placate themselves by saying, oops, well, nope, nope, it's just this, this is what happened, moving on. That's not what fucking happened, you know? People don't like, you know, they don't like hearing certain truths, but it doesn't make them any less true. Um, I, in my lifetime, could never find a way to block one of my daughters. And if I did, find a way to block one of my daughters. My other daughters would never stand for it. My husband would never stand for it. And beyond that, if I blocked one of my daughters and then they had children or grandchildren, I mean, it would just be, I would not be human. I would have to be some sort of inhuman being to be able to sustain that. It's just, it's outrageous. I think that you're doing this because you want to. And I think you know damn well the things that you have tolerated and the things that you have convinced yourself of. And I know that the others believe it too, but they've gone along with it. It's, it's bottom feeding is really what it is. And if something comes to my attention, um, sometimes I'll say something about it. Sometimes I won't. It's not even anything that I really, you know, discuss much, you know, with the Godfather or our children because there's, unfortunately, there's nothing new to say, you know. It's wild 
how, you know, people that we rolled with say nothing when a child has been born. You know, that's fucking weird. That's so weird. It's, uh, it's not human and I just, I'm, I'm happy to not be associated with it. Um, I know that I was there for you, mom. I know I was, and you know I was. I don't need you to admit it, but I know that I was. And these people that are coming along after the fact, after a child dies, that doesn't change the fact that they were never there when the child was here. The child was getting nothing from them. Why? Because of her association with me, which is disgusting. That's disgusting. Okay? You know that we were good to you. You know that we were there for you. And those people that are coming around after the fact are the same people, unfortunately for you, that are coming around for you now. I call it the final lap theory, right? I don't have to feel bad that I'm not there now. If anybody needs to feel bad, it's you because you're keeping us from being there, but you're enjoying it because of the mileage it gives you from being a victim. And your lieutenant stirs the pot and makes sure that all of your other disciples know it. I know how the game is played. You know, I know how the game was played. I was there for it under your direction. I know how it's played. You know how it's played. I have nothing to feel bad about. I was there. We were there for all of your family. We didn't have to be. I wish we hadn't been, but we were. Because that's what we believed was the right thing. Then we had to get used to what came after. And it was very challenging. I'm not going to pretend like it hasn't been challenging, but I am also not going to pretend that it's any different than what it is. You love who you want to love. You know, it is not my fault that um, you couldn't find a way to continue to love us. Although I know that you probably tell yourself that you do. You don't. Okay? You don't get to be a great grandmother and not make an effort to see a new one. It's weird. It's so fucking strange. You know, who does that? And then people that aren't around for somebody in life, they don't get fucking points for showing up after a diagnosis, it doesn't change shit, okay? We were there. We were there for everyone. 
until, you know, this fucking bandwagon happened yet again. There goes so-and-so again. And we just stopped playing that game, you know? This is your life. This is your family. This is your choice. And you and all of your offspring and their offspring and their life partners, you know, are all doing the same thing. That's not who I am. I'm stronger than that. I'm more of an individual than that. And you don't have to say with a kind of sadistic glee that you're not going to change anything in order to get one of your other daughters to come around. Nobody's asking you to, you know, nobody's asking you to, you are the one that is blocked. You are the one that is going on record saying you don't want to see one. Okay. That's your choice. We get it. It's your choice. It's not our choice. It's never been our choice, but we're not going to sit back and act like it's something other than what it is. Okay. We're not going, you don't see us knocking on any doors. You don't see us showing up, you know, at a funeral across state lines for someone that, you know, we didn't make a point of seeing in, in our life, you know? So I don't give people brownie points for taking a day or two off for doing that. I know that you guys give each other collective pats on the back for such things, but it doesn't change anything. It changes nothing about how the actions have been during the life we were there. We were there for many, many, many years when nobody else was. So the fact that they want to come and hop on this, you know, this final lap, as I call it, so they think that they can feel better on the other end, good luck to them. They probably will feel better, but it doesn't change the fact that they weren't there, okay? We know that we were, right? And that's just it. So, you know, for those of you that continue to listen, we thank you. Um, you know, do we expect anybody to actually have a direct conversation with us face-to-face? -face? Not anymore, we don't. Um, do we pretend like we don't know what's gone on or what's happening? Of course not. But we don't invest but so much time into it in the same way that we don't invest in things that just no longer you know, have any place in our day-to-day -day lives. You know, the family that you have, that you are leading, that you have led, that is not my family, that's your family. You can say that I said I don't have a mother, and I'll say, prove that. Prove that. Have I felt? like I don't, how could I not? 
but I didn't say that I don't. Saying somebody is lying when they are lying is not saying you're a liar. That is saying you're lying. Those are two different things. Um, it is astonishing to us that people that we really thought were our friends have proven to be like dust. It's like, you know, how cotton candy disappears on your tongue as soon as you put it in your mouth. You think it's one thing, and then you realize how very much it wasn't. The mind is very powerful, and, you know, people ultimately believe what they want to believe. Um, life is very full. And I can only say that, that what, I can wish you happy birthday here? You know, which sounds ridiculous because your birthday has come and gone. Your birthday that you invited everybody else to, that's come and gone. So, and then I hear that you say I'm making no other effort in other ways. What am I supposed to do? You know, have a stork drop a note down the chimney. I'm not doing that. I'm very clear. I am blocked. You have blocked me from calling, from texting, from stepping foot on your property. Do not put it out there that I'm not making any other moves. The moves that are not being made are from you and your soldiers. And you can say that your family is not broken. And I know that you say it because I've heard that you've said it. Well then, that must mean one of two things. That I'm, in fact, not part of your family. So that would be fair for you to say that. Your family is not broken. Or... You can say, I am part of your family and your family is not broken. Well, that is not true because it is broken. If you are denying access to one family member, then your family is broken. If you are not seeing your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren, that is something that I know if your sisters were here, they would not be able to believe. They would be shocked. You know, the day is not going to come when you will decide to end this. I've accepted that. Okay? But it's not on me. It is on you. I stand by the times that we enjoyed together. I know how present I was and my husband was, and I know how he helped you and so many of your children, and you know it too. Those are facts that cannot be denied. You know, we're not trying to change it anymore, but we're not going to pretend 
you choose who you love and that's awesome but you don't also get to say that your family is not torn apart because it's not true but you do like so many other bad leaders tend to do in history you know sort of want to create a perfect population a perfect set of believers or a perfect race cult leaders do that hitler did it you know white supremacists do it anti-gay groups do it it is despicable because in the end it is only you know about tolerance and acceptance and I would say forgiveness but I don't require forgiveness I've already paid the price for my so-called crimes which I would love to have them listed by anybody brave enough to have a conversation with me face to face because we truly don't know we are the first ones to put ourselves in jail if we in fact have you know committed some sort of offense but our days of doing that because somebody else feels better mm -mm. sorry you know we don't roll like that you know we just don't do it um i am glad that you had a good birthday if that's what you define as a good birthday i don't wish harm on anybody or ill will on anybody but the best thing the greatest thing about all of this is that i no longer wish it upon myself i am as worthy as anybody i'm as worthy as anybody to be given a seat at a table but that's not a table that i'm interested in being seated at anymore because it's not a kind of togetherness that i can relate to you know i don't want to be around people that operate that way i don't want to be around you know people that say one thing and do another i don't like you know these narratives that people create and everybody else goes along with it because it's kind of palatable no i am that boy in the emperor's new clothes sorry you know i'm not going to say the emperor's coat is fabulous if he's in fact naked right no the emperor's naked let's just move on it doesn't mean that that kid's a bad kid he's just telling the truth so anyway i have practiced this evening so i do have to say ttyl enjoy all of the you know festivities that you have coming up soon and anybody that was offended by this uh episode be sure and tell your friends and neighbors that they better tune in all right so we will ttyl do take care